0: Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Crackers, and today we're reviewing As Good As It Gets. One of the later films that Jack Nicholson did, in fact, he did a lot of romantic comedies in his later career. Movies like Something's Gotta Give, Wolf, and this film. However, as his films always kind of tweaked the normal formula for rom-coms, uh, for one, he is a complete asshole in this movie. Now, there's been a few movies where he's an asshole, and now there have been other films where a cold person is then warmed by a kind soul. I mean, that's the premise used for the Grinch, so it's not an insanely original one, but I think Jack Nicholson's performance and others around him really increased that that, uh, uniqueness compared to other ones around this time. Uh, But by the end of the film, he isn't just a completely different person, which is also what helps. Uh He has only started getting over his ailments. Uh, His character has OCD, germophobia, and a whole bunch of other problems. Um, I like how they 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 don't just say they don't just tell you like he has this problem he has that problem he has this problem. Uh, they show you through his some of his ticks. Um, like he has to lock the door. He has two locks on his door. He has to lock each one four times. So lock, unlock, lock, unlock, and he does that four times. And then the way he washes his hands, he goes in there. He has leather. He has gloves, and he wears them once and throws them away. And then he goes to wash his hands and he opens up the the cupboard door uh, the, the mirror door in there um and he takes out like three bars of soap takes one at a time unwraps it washes in extremely scalding hot water and then he'll wash his hands, hot, throw throws the bar soap away, takes another bar soap, opens it up, washes his hands again, throws away that bar soap, grabs another bar soap, washes his hands, throws it away. Um, so it's little things like that that I enjoy that they do. And uh, even when you see him writing, because he's also an author, you uh, uh, if you look at his um, shelf next to him, you see a bunch of M&Ms, and they're color-oriented. So it's like all the browns, all the blues, all the yellows, all the reds, all the greens. So you see it through more visuals and the way he has his water bottles too they don't have labels and they're all like uh, organized on a certain part of his house Yeah, it's just little things like that that I really enjoy. His house is very clean. He doesn't he doesn't let anyone else into the apartment because he doesn't want it to get dirty from them. Uh, Yeah, it's just a really great way of doing it instead of them being like, oh, like him being at like say a doctor's appointment Um, or like he's seeing a psychiatrist and they're like, well you have this this or this or this. Instead they just show it. Uh, Now due to when this film came out, he says some things that would make modern audiences freak out a bit. But the movie doesn't make his opinions okay. Every in the movie, every movie tells him exactly what he is, which is an asshole. And to be fair, so he doesn't like... Uh, most of the comments that you would make that would probably make most people be like, Oh my god, you can't say that. It, he d- it directs it at his gay neighbor and his black friend. Now, he doesn't say anything too out there. Uh, at least in, I don't think he does. Um, but... It's definitely not something that they would probably there. There would be an outcry if this movie came out today, but I don't think there should be due to the fact that it's part of the character. That's why I kind of you know back this one a little bit more because he's supposed he's not supposed to be likable in the beginning of the movie. He, it's progressive steps to where he's like I don't want to be an asshole anymore, and that's where even with those characters, you see how he approaches them and how he talks to them later, like. Um, in the beginning of the movie, he very much is like, "I don't want him anywhere near me. I think he's going to try and sleep with me," which is, you know, something that was definitely a, a held an opinion around gay men with straight men. Still, kind of is, um, but by the end of the movie, like he, they eventually grow close because of um, them helping each other out more. Jack Nicholson's character helping him, um, but he tells him that he loves him and. Instead of being like, oh my god, that's gross, he, he then makes a witty comment, but he's like, you know, man, I wish that did it for me, otherwise I'd be the luckiest man in the world. Stuff like that, and you see those little changes as it goes, but he's still not, you know, he's still kind of a dick at different parts. Um, part of it is that he doesn't know how to not just say the first thing he's thinking. That's part of his problem because uh, there's a few parts throughout this movie where he'll just say something off the top of his head and then he'll kind of like pause and he'll realize what he said and those are kind of the moments that you see more of the stuff that people will be like oh my god you can't say that um but what I do enjoy is how it's not a woman or like an, a love interest that initially I guess you'd say melts his heart or yeah <laughs> it's actually a dog so I won't tell you why because I do think you should see this movie um it's on netflix give it a watch everyone watches netflix <laughs> um yeah it's the neighbor's dog and he ends up having to watch the dog and it's through the dog that you know he has to change what he does uh he grows actually really attached to the dog due to the dog starting to mimic the way he walks and stuff like that and you know he he gives the dog bacon he like gives him like human food <laughs> instead of like doggy kibble so they actually grow quite close and that's what initially kicks off him wanting to become much more of a normal person instead of going through all these ticks. the other part of the movie i really enjoy is how they subtly show the audience why he, he has the problems he deals with so you get little scenes um where you just kind of get little snippets about his past specifically with stuff like his father like there's one scene where he's talking to the two other main characters i guess you could consider the main characters um where they're in a car and they're all like telling their soft stories like guys i, I don't want to do this i right, forgot to tell soft stories my dad uh used to wrap my hands with a, a ruler a yardstick anytime i would mess up uh, playing the keys on the piano so the way he would like being imperfections drive him crazy and usually it's it's alluded to that it's because his father would beat him if there were any imperfections So that's where the OCD and stuff comes in I'm glad they weren't just like they didn't skip over it and I'm glad it wasn't like this whole scene where he breaks down crying to someone like oh this happened to me that happened to me this happened to me because that usually isn't what happens in real life so I'm kind of glad they did it more of a natural way and they didn't have this just one blow up scene where he's like, now I now that I've been able to tell somebody what happened to me, I'm a completely normal person because, yeah, that's just that doesn't happen in real life. So I prefer this version. I think it's done much better. Um, yeah, I think this movie's pretty funny. It's a pretty funny movie. I enjoy the music, um, more more of like the music they do in the movie. He's very much into like older uh, songs, you know, the show tunes kind of stuff, um, and you know, the the whole. The whole, like, 50s era, like, stuff like Frank Sinatra, stuff like that. Um, and I'm, I enjoy that type of music, so. I I like it in the movie. <laughs> and, so, yeah, I give this movie an 8 out of 10. I think it's a pretty good movie. I enjoy it. I think it's, I think most people would, if they're not, you know, a real sensitive soul. And that's fine if you are. Uh, just, then the movie's not for you. <laughs> um... Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I have a bunch of other reviews. If you go give us a listen, I highly appreciate it. Uh And, you know, I got, please help support this podcast. I got two sponsors. Hey, I'm an idiot, all right? I fully admit it. I'm an idiot that has a podcast. And I'm, you know, I'm doing it for a little while now. So it's kind of cool. So if you're another idiot out there that wants to do a podcast, so, whether it's about movies or something else, go through the Anchor app, all right? Easiest way to use it. Come on. You heard the intro. Give it a shot. I promise it's, it's pretty easy. It's fun. I'm doing what I've always wanted to do. Talk about movies and being an idiot on the internet. Come on. Great time. (laughs) Also, you know, it's a good time to be, you know, getting, in shape, get healthy. So promo code, I got a promo code for Viking Fitness. Go, go, go to the website. Go, go right now. All right. Thank you. Stay tuned. Let's face it, we all drop hundreds of dollars on shit that hasn't done much good. When was the last time you spent just $225 and you actually profoundly changed your life? Answer, most likely never. Well, if you want your chance, here it is. If you are out of shape and have said more times you can count, I need to do something about this. This is opportunity knocking. You have approximately 3,640 weeks in your lifetime. 16 spent wisely, can make whatever you have left, better than you could have imagined. Get in or back in shape with expert guidance from a certified and experienced professional trainer. No crash diets, no bullshit, just results. Visit www.vikingfitnessnh.com, mention Dr. Quackers and get 10% off your your custom fitness plan. Again, that's www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Thank you.